Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. And I am Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. We're just two friends who like, like to, to talk, talk about, about serums. serums. And this is a mini episode. Mini episode. This is what it is. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Jeez. You know. Wow. Wow. I've um, done a lot of these but I'm still awkward. Well, that's our part of our charm, Kate. <laughs> I hope so, because you're stuck with it. I'm into it. Um, um, well, we, you know, we heard from some listeners this week. We did. Should we just jump on in? Yeah. Okay, this is a fun one. Hey, Kate and Dory. I had a recent moment of enlightenment that I just couldn't wait to share with you guys. I, had a, I have a favorite tinted lip balm that I have repurchased dozens of times. I put it on every morning before I go to work, but it inevitably wears off throughout the day. Recently, I ran out of this balm and made an emergency drugstore run. As I placed the balm in my cart, the heavens parted and a blinding light shone down upon me. It was at that moment I realized I could buy two. In all the years I have been buying this product, it never occurred to me that I could get more than one at a time. I could get a balm to keep at my desk, one for home, one to keep in my purse. Limitless possibilities. 
I then thought about all the other inexpensive items I could multiply in my life, and I swear to God, this has fucking changed everything, you guys. When things are stressful at work, I can just take a minute to myself and put on my favorite balm or my favorite deodorant or lotion. I don't have to wait till I get home to use my favorite stuff. I can care for myself all over the damn world. So I'm wondering... Do you guys buy multiples of your favorite products so you're never without them? And we know that you buy P50 to travel with. Biologique. Yes. Recherche P50. Yes, but I, I think that this is a this is a slightly different question. This is more like, do we buy 30 of our favorite lip balms? Or just like, do we have a hand cream that we keep on our desk, one in our purse? Right. Like that kind of thing. And I do. do I do as well. Do you have a regular item that's all over the place for you? Hand cream. And mine is Vaseline. Okay. There and, we go. And you have hand cream in your bag? I have hand cream in my bag. I have one on my desk. And then I have one that kind of floats between my bathroom and my bedside table. Because I find that those are the um, locations where I tend to use hand cream the most, where I tend to need it the mm-hmm. most. Um I always intend to keep sunscreen in my car. I do. I do keep sunscreen in the car. And I usually fail at it. Can I tell you what's helped me with the sunscreen situation? What? A powder sunscreen that I keep in my bag. So if mm. I, I apply my lotion sunscreen in the morning and then for reapplication or if I'm like out in a pinch and I've forgotten to put it on and all of a sudden the sun is beaming on me, I have this little um, sunscreen mineral powder that Who I just makes brush it? onto my face. This is my like to go sunscreen. It's by Color Science or Color Science. May and I? It's broad spectrum SPF thirty powder mm. sunscreen, and it's water resistant, loose mineral sunscreen. So open it up, Dory, and it has zinc and titanium dioxide. And then you push the brush up, and the powder is already in uh, there. May I? Yeah, just smear it on your face. You got to really, I really press down. Oh, but I can see it on your face. Like I would like mush it in. There we go. Now we're talking. How do I look? You look the same, but sunscreen. (laughs) I feel so protected. It's just an extra. I do think sunscreen is a good thing to kind of try to have everywhere, especially uh, for those of us living in permanently sunny locales. Yeah. Yeah, so that's one of those things, especially like when I'm driving and the sun is like beating down on my arms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I should keep that sunscreen in the car and I always forget. Rather than having one you lug around everywhere because yes. inevitably you'll leave it in the house. Exactly. I keep a Vaseline by my bedside table, by my desk, and then I travel with Smith Rose oh, the or salve. Strawberry Lip Balm. Yeah. And I love that stuff and I'm constantly applying those things on my lips. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Everything else dries them out. Mm, yeah. So I I also keep lip balms in many different bags, bedside table, desk. Like that's something that I feel like I need. I just need to have it. Like I don't I don't want to have to look for it. Um. So yeah. So that's another thing that I have multiples of. The thing I liked about this listeners email is that realization of like oh I can buy two like I've, I've definitely had that with products mm-hmm. specifically that lip balm it's like mm-hmm. $6.95 and I would go to Sephora mm-hmm. buy one and leave and one day I was like what if I bought four mm-hmm. and kept them at home and then when I ran out I have more yeah. and it was and it, it was a strange 
epiphany of like, oh, I'm an adult. I, I can do things. Also, do let that. me just preempt everyone's comment about it being wasteful because I actually don't think this is wasteful because you do end up using all of these products. Oh, do you think some a person might say that it is wasteful to buy multiple yes. things that you aren't using? Possibly. But I think you are using them. Yes. I, clearly, the listener has like found their favorites. Yeah. And... And these are also staples. They mentioned totally. like deodorant. Yeah. Like I don't have multiples for most things. No. You know? So yeah, it's just the things that I know that I need at arm's length. Deodorant is another one. At Once you time. find one, the one that works. My husband always comes home loaded with like five deodorants mm. because he just... I know. that. Is, I mean, this is kind of getting off topic, but I feel like the stocking up is something that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to cut down on stocking up. That's fair. Because Just otherwise, you, other, because otherwise you end up like my grandfather who had basically like a walk-in closet full of like in a storage unit. He had a separate storage unit that was filled. Like when my mom went to clean it out, when they moved out of their house, it was like filled with like dove soap and like, toilet paper and toothpaste and mouthwash and like all this stuff that he would just buy at Costco constantly, like borderline hoarding. So, you know, I just want to avoid that. My mom was also like a stalker upper. And when she died, there was just like so many like cans of peas. Totally. Like, I think she would just always grab one at the store, but then had been doing that for 20 years. Right. Exactly. (laughs) A lot of saran wrap and a lot of peas. Yeah. So like I used to buy a lot of uh, diced tomatoes. Okay. And that was like a thing that we just had too many of. I know, because you might need them to make a sauce. Exactly. But anyway. We've gotten off topic, but you know what? That's okay. (sighs) It's okay. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince, because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune, I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, 
if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best. 
with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Should we listen to a voicemail? Yes, let's cue it up. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Emma calling from Chicago. Absolutely love your podcast. I'm so happy I found it. Something that I would love for you guys to talk about is this concept of work-life balance and strategies that you guys have developed over your careers to find that um, and other habits that you've picked up along the way that could be helpful for um, people that are just starting off in their careers or really are at any place and kind of finding a struggle with working hard and um you know, being a, a strong team member and that sort of thing, but also being able to um, kind of close the laptop and, um, you know, do self-care and do other things that aren't work-related. So I um, would love to hear you guys talking about that. Uh, thank you. Bye. That is a big question. It is. Have you ever... And in fact, people have struggled with this question for years, for, for decades. decades. Um, I do think that um, the generation below ours is better about kind of finding balance? No, you're looking at me like I have five heads. I I think the generation below us has so blurred the lines between work and play that it's hard for them to find work-life balance. So I, in my 20s, worked at a company where it was kind of like the thing to come in early and leave late. And there was almost like a competition between who could be the person who left the latest Mm -hmm. and leaving late showed your devotion to the... Was this in New York? Yeah. I feel like this is also a a very New York thing. It might be. Um, But I switched at a different time in my life. I worked somewhere where everybody rolled in at 10 o'clock and it shocked me because Mm -hmm. I was so used to everybody showing up at like 7.50. Oh, God. Yeah. And if you weren't there earlier, there late, it, it somehow represented your commitment to the job and the company, which wasn't, I don't think was true. Um, so for me, setting clear hours Mm -hmm. was something I had to do when I had children because I had to leave to pick them up from their daycare. Um, but that helped me, but that can be very hard in a corporate culture. Um, it can also be really hard when you're just starting out. You feel like you have no leverage to set a boundary. Right. Like you can't be in an entry level position and be the person who's like, see, it's five o'clock. Bye. Even though you probably have done all your work and worked very hard. Or like, I don't check my email after hours. It's like if your boss is checking his or her email after hours, then you better be checking your email, which is so annoying. So then I think one thing, this is not going to apply to everyone listening, but if you are a supervisor or a higher up, you set the tone. Kate, I love that. So if you're listening to this and you are a boss, your work, your work-life balance habits sets what 
what your subordinates are going to do. So set a good example, please, if you can. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's very hard. I know people are in high stress jobs. I know certain jobs don't let you, you know, if you're a doctor, you're always on call. I mean, I look, I know. I would also say like there's a tendency, I think, especially in tech startups to make it really easy to stay at work all the time. I mean, like everybody's playing ping pong at seven o'clock. Well, everyone's playing ping pong, but they also like, I was just where, what I was just at some company where they were like, yeah, they serve us breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. You like, it's like a college dorm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so you get here early because you want to eat breakfast for free at work. And then you stay late because you want to have dinner for free at Um, work. Yes. And who is not going to want to take advantage of exactly. free food? So, so I feel like that is kind of a, that's a trap. Yeah. Actually. So I think beware the free food trap. Um, that's one thing. And I think also like this forced socialization with your colleagues is really a scourge. But it's also very hard. Your work of course, friends, it's really hard. Your best are some of my closest friends that I've made. Yeah, so I know. So what do we do? We haven't solved this. No, I don't think we're going to solve this. I think <laughs> we're, we don't have the answer. No, we don't have the answer. I think to the extent that you can, set your own boundaries. I also think that having relationships outside of work is really important. So yes. other friendships, other volunteering or just yes, other things you do. this is why I'm saying don't spend all your time with people you right. work with. Don't also join a softball league with your colleagues. Yeah, and join then also, another softball league. Yeah, I do think that, that some separation, it's kind of like your family. Like you have to have mm-hmm. boundaries with your family. Well, but here's the other thing. Work is not your family. They are not, and they, they like you might feel loyalty to your company. They don't feel loyalty to you. They will cast you out on the street without a, like, without a, a, a second thought if they want to. So I am just here to say, like, just, just don't, I don't know, don't, don't ascribe more to your workplace than they actually like owe to you. Cause they, they don't think they owe you anything. What about somebody who's a small business owner, who's, you know, devoting everything to trying to get a business uh, up and running. How do, are, is there a way to have some balance or are those just moments where I think if you're an entrepreneur or like, a freelancer or I think if you're an entrepreneur starting a company like uh, there's there's not going to be any work life balance. Like you've you've just kind of accepted that. I think if you're a freelancer then you especially have to set your own boundaries. Like you have to you have to like you have to figure out what hours of the day you're going to be working and responding to emails. And that's just the way it has to be. And like, I do think it's harder when you're earlier in your career, but the the earlier you can get into that habit, I think is really important. And also keep a hand lotion at your desk per keep, our previous listener. The, sorry. One other thing that I will say, um, I have had bosses who would like send me emails at like two in the morning and I like, I would just, that I would not respond to because mm-hmm. I was not awake at two in the morning. But I also like, I I wouldn't apologize for not responding to something at two in the morning. But I knew that this boss in particular, like he would get very agitated when people didn't respond to him quickly, like especially within normal business hours or after hours. So he was always like top priority. Everyone else, it was like, okay, you can wait. And like, oh, 
you just respond when you respond. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to sort of figure out the urgency of everything. It's probably like unrealistic for some people to do this, but I think if you can take any like crumb of what I'm saying and apply it to your life, then I think that will be helpful. Another thing I do think is helpful is taking lunch. Yes. Take your that lunch. That was something I was so bad at. I, I once worked for a person who wouldn't let us take lunch. <gasps> I were, it was a very dysfunctional job, um, and we weren't allowed. We had to ask if we were c- to take an hour lunch break. Oh my god, it was crazy! That's insane. I know it was not healthy. No, but that person didn't have healthy, like a healthy work life balance, yeah. and then that kind of trickled down. But take your lunch. Go read. That a, is really go good read advice. a book. Like if you go can, for a walk. Yeah, you don't. If you cannot eat lunch at your desk. Um, and even if you're going and eating with coworkers, like yep. you're socializing, it's, yes. a, it's a break from the work stuff. And totally. I think that that can be really um, just so valuable. Yeah. And just get outside too. If you're working inside go yep. and it's, and the weather's nice, yep. just go stand in the sunshine for a minute. Yeah. Really I helps. also found like taking a short walk at like 3 PM was always good for me. Yeah. Well, we didn't solve it, but no. We tried. And listeners, let us know how you have dealt with this. Yeah, that's a I tough, would love to hear from people. Yeah, I would too. I would I would be really interested because that's an ongoing challenge and has been since I had my first job at the body shop when I was 16. <laughs> you know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. We have one more voice. Oh, let's listen to it. Okay. 
Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, my name is Marin, and first of all, just thank you so much for the podcast. It's one of the highlights of my week. I had a question for y'all for a mini episode, which is, do you use any supplements? Uh, a friend of mine whose skin always looks amazing and who has perfect hair told me recently that she uses collagen in her tea every morning, I guess. Um, and I've seen a lot of people on Instagram talking about their BCAAs, which they use during their workout. So I'm just curious. It seems a little sketchy, but maybe it works. I was wondering if you had tried it out. Thank you so much, um, and keep up the great work. Bye. Do you use supplements, Kate? I drink collagen in my tea, just like Marin's friend. And it makes my nails grow and strong. It makes my nails harder than they've ever been. And I have weak nails as we have. Wow. As I've mentioned. Yeah. Um, the thing that I that I think is challenging about collagen is that it's not going to be an option for everyone um, because it's not necessarily vegetarian. It's not vegetarian and vegan friendly. Right. So I take a, a powdered collagen supplement and I mix it in either like lemon water or tea or coffee. Um, or you could put it in a smoothie. Uh, and I have found, I haven't noticed a difference in my skin, mm -hmm. but I have noticed an immediate difference in my the strength of my nails. It's it like, wow. yeah, it was bizarre because I wasn't expecting anything to happen. Yeah. And even now I'm sitting here and I'm feeling it in my nails. I also like to make bone broth and drink bone broth mm -hmm. as another way mm -hmm. to get collagen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I cook a chicken. Yep preferably uh, an organic chicken. I then take all the skin and the bones and the extra meat and fat and I cook it in my crock pot with some water and some veggies and mm -hmm. like half of a lemon. And then I Yum. chug that and it's delicious. I love a bone broth. Um, so that's kind of a supplement. And then I try to take a multivitamin. Mm -hmm. Do you take anything? Do you have I a take, supplement? Well, I take a prenatal vitamin mm -hmm. because theoretically I'm trying to get pregnant. Um, and I also take my, my reproductive endocrinologist also has me on a, uh, folate supplement called Folgard. Oh. So I take that. Um, I take a vit I take vitamin D because I tested vitamin D deficient when I started trying to get pregnant and they say that like that is bad. Um, and I had been taking biotin, but there are, there have been, I guess there have been some studies that it's not, if you're trying to get pregnant, you shouldn't be taking biotin. Oh, interesting. Yes. My, so, so my, off. so my RE was like, don't take biotin. Like she said it. I'm not just like making this up out of thin air. Okay. Um, it also like messes with your, your thyroid tests. Oh. So, which is too bad because I did feel like it helped strengthen my nails and hair. Yeah. Um, but I'm not taking it anymore. And there's a little bit of biotin in prenatals, um, but not like the dosage I was taking. I was taking like a lot. Are you familiar with BCAAs, the, which the caller mentioned? No. Okay. I, I, I believe that's a thing that people take with their workouts or take after their workouts. Oh. A quick Google tells me it's a branched chain amino acid. This is that pre-workout? I think it's like something that helps with your proteins or something, something oh. hmm. fat burning. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't take anything like that. I'll, I'll eat a, I'll eat some banana and peanut butter after I work out. Is that the same thing? I mean, that sounds delicious. 
it's pretty good. So I don't, um, I don't do, I don't know what a BCAA is. Um, oh, here it says they reduce muscle fatigue, speed recovery, and decrease the loss of other amino acids from muscle during exercise and help the body absorb protein. Okay. Google just told me that. Um, so our answer is no, but if a listener does take them and wants to talk about the pros or cons, call or email us. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah. Um, as a reminder, our voicemail is 781-591-0390, and you can email us at forever35podcast.gmail.com. And okay, we have one more email. We do. Should I do the honors? Take it away. All right. Hi, Kate and Dory. Thanks for the great podcast. I particularly enjoyed... Your interview with Amy Spaulding in episode 16, and I'm looking forward to reading her new book, which sounds amazing. It is. Yes. Very minor note. You talked in an early episode about liking British speech, including a word that sounded like willist with a short I. I thought from context the word was whilst, which in British and Australian English is pronounced whilst with a long I. If you were actually saying the archaic whilst, which does have a short eye, my apologies, and let's pretend this email never happened. I wasn't going to say anything when the word first showed up because I didn't want to be that person jumping on a one-off, but I noticed it again in Minty Episode 8 at 521. I love this person. <laughs> so, so I much. thought you might like to know yours in the richness of world Englishes. This is a very nice way to tell something someone that they are mispronouncing something. We are only human. And we are. We don't pronounce everything correctly. I, after we got this email, though, I did go back and la- laugh at how many times you and I, were, you and I were like, "Whilst blah blah blah," like thinking we sounded so right. Well, it's whilst. Whilst we will say the that other from thing on. that was interesting to me about whilst is how many of our UK British listeners use it. Oh no, they use it as they use it for while. They just use that. Whilst I was... Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to try to drop that in my... Oh, you should and ever, say it properly everyone now. Everyone will think you're British. <laughs> well, but you know what? I could say whilst and no no one here would know. Do you <gasps> think? Although maybe this listener might not be from... Might not be British or Australian. We don't know. Well, she's ours in the richness of world English. Yes. Thank you. I, this thank this you, made listener. me feel better. And slash I was embarrassed we'd been saying it wrong. But live <gasps> and learn. Indeed. Um, well, that just about does it, I think. Yeah. All right. Should we say our goodbyes i'm trying to find a way to use whilst into my <laughs> goodbye. Um, there's no way to use it yeah. now all right we're just gonna sign off goodbye i can't, I can't figure out how to say whilst <laughs> i'll figure it out next time i can't wait bye bye, bye.